back. Thanks for tuning in. I got my man Dis Texas here. What's going on? What's up, dude? Yeah. How you been? I've been pretty good. You know, nothing to complain about. How yeah. about yourself? Uh, it's it's been a it's been a day, I guess. You know, but um, we're here now. So nice. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So, um, man, I just want to get jump right in. Um, me and me and Dis Texas here. We went we went in. Uh, what was that park that we went to and played at? We went to Founders. It was over there in Dallas. In Dallas. So he took me out there. My first time playing disc golf and uh, showed me a good time. Had a blast. Took my son and um, showed us the ins and outs. And uh, yeah, it was a good time, man. But uh, yeah. I kind of want to get your perspective on it. And uh, what was it like taking a first timer out? It's always exciting. So you know, I, I don't I don't play disc golf because you know I'm trying to be a professional or anything like that. I play because mm-hmm. I genuinely like playing it. Yeah. And you know, I feel like it's a sport that people don't really know about or kind of make fun of. And I was kind of one of those people as well until I started playing it. And you know, somebody took me out to play one day, and I started enjoying it a lot. Yeah. And I want to do the same thing, just kind of bring up people to join me to play and then you know if i get them hooked onto it that's just gonna grow the sport now i know when we went uh my son like for like the next three days he's like hey can we go get some discs i want to go check out some discs can we, <laughs> hey, did you see this one he's like showing them to me on amazon yeah. and shit so right. it's super addicting yeah that's that's what i like about it because it's you know like i'm not gonna give any hate to golf or anything it's mm-hmm. just golf is not a sport that i like to play right but disc golf i was able to get into it a little bit easier and just something about the disc they you know they look cool you got these cool stamps on it, yeah. and you just kind of you kind of grow attached to them. You know what they remind me of? You remember Pogs? Yep. Yep. They remind me of Pogs. That's exactly. Some real '90s kid shit. Yeah, and that's what they remind me of. You get some cool stamps, yep. metal stamps, you know, and you know it's just one of the one of the aspects of the game that I like. What are uh, some of your favorite discs to play with? So right now I'm actually sponsored by this disc golf company called Lone Star Disc. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, and um, those are the discs that I throw. I I'm fond of them. Mm-hmm. The uh, but whenever you start throwing a certain type of disc, the chances of you losing it is a lot higher. Yeah. And I've lost a lot of their disc already, and uh, <clears throat> I didn't bring one of their discs. I actually brought this uh, disc by Mint Disc, and I brought it because it was kind of metal looking. I was actually to give it to you. Oh, no way. Yeah, I was going to let you have this disc. Oh, dude, I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm actually starting my own little uh, collection of them, so this is awesome. This will be going in the collection. Yeah, you can keep that one. I brought awesome. that for you. Yeah, y'all check that out. Mm-hmm. But anyway, man, um, ever since then, my son's just been like, oh, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. So I'd, I'd love to go back out with you again. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, so I don't know what it is. It's just when you go out there, you know, you're just enjoying being out there. Yeah. Uh, and then you take some drinks, and you're just – Throwing some disc around, you know, it gives you a chance to enjoy the park. No, it was a lot more enjoyable than, uh, you know, because I, I, you go into it and you're like, oh, it's going to be like golf, kind of boring, you know, but you get out there and it's, it, it takes you a while to figure out if you're front hand or backhand, you know, yeah. and I, I figured out I'm more of a backhand kind of guy, but uh, once you get the hang of it, it's, it's, it's pretty fun. That's what I think it is. I think it's just a learning curve for golf. You yeah. know, give you the golf club, you, you hit the ball and you, you kind of suck at the beginning. I'm horrible and at then, it. And you keep trying it, and you're just like, ah, oh, it's just it's just not that fun, and you don't think about doing it again. Mm-hmm. You get into disc golf, it's slightly easier, or it's probably a lot easier, actually. And then you throw it, and you're like, it's not too bad. You know, let me let me try it again. And then if people are encouraging you, yeah, you just keep throwing. The next thing you know, you start getting the hang of it, and then you're like, oh, It's so it. much cheaper, too. Yeah. So, so much, much cheaper. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it, a disc is like, what, 30 bucks? Well, the 30 bucks is a high-end disc. Okay. They range anywhere between $7 to... Thirty dollars, thirty-five dollars. Gotcha. Yeah, like that one right there. It's like twenty bucks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What's a, what's your favorite course around to play at? My favorite course is actually Veterans. It's over there. It's uh, it's at Arlington, but technically it's Pentago, Texas. It's Arlington. 
But uh, that's one of the oldest courses in, uh, in DFW, mm. and they have actually had big tournaments there, you know, like championship tournaments back in the, uh, back in the 90s. I think early 2000s as well, but that's one of my favorite. Man, courses. see, I'm so uneducated on this. So this has been around since like the 90s they've been doing? Yeah, they, they started this in like the 80s. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, but the thing is, in the 80s, there was like two people playing. Yeah, because I feel like there's so many like courses around everywhere now. And, yeah, and there's, like, like, there's like legit like maybe like 30, 40 courses just around. Yeah, yeah. it feels like it. Mm-hmm. Like damn near every park you walk in has got cages, so they're little, I don't know what you call them. The, the, the baskets. The basket, I get, yeah. yeah. They're, they're in every park now. Yeah, I actually went this morning to go play. Did you? Yeah, we're out in Louisville. Over there at Louisville Lake, there's a course right next to the lake. called uh, They call it the Old Man. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're out there earlier. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, so talk to me about uh, Dis Texas and how you started this whole like persona on Instagram. Because you're very lively about it. You always got the bright color shirts on and everything. And how, how did you start that whole uh, – is it just something you just – Started doing one day? Or? Yeah, so I, I started the Instagram. I, I didn't think anything of it. You know, it's not by any means not huge or anything, but yeah. slowly but surely I'm getting more people and get engaging I'm with sure. more fans. But I just liked taking photos of my disc and talking about them for no reason why. I just liked doing it. And then slowly but surely I was throwing in more jokes. Yeah. I was just wearing goofy outfits. It's kind of funny because I used to play basketball a lot when I was younger. Okay. And when I was playing basketball, I always dressed goofy when I was playing uh, I wore tall socks I like playing in converse you like to stand out yeah I like to stand out and then this is an individual sport so I started playing it and then I'm just like oh you know what I can start dressing stupid again yeah. and I started wearing the bright, bright things and I've been recognized because of this hat like at three four different courses you're like wait a minute aren't you that guy dis Texas yeah. I go yeah they're like hey I see your Instagram like I saw you, I noticed your hat. I mean, if you if you disc golf, disc golf in the DFW area, I'm sure you got to be familiar with your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like people I've been I've been seen at a few different. Pla- I've actually made friendships with people because they're like, "Hey, aren't you just Texas?" Yeah, and you know they they want to play with me, and I got their number, and we've had a few courses. That seems like one of the like number one comments I see on your page is like, "Oh, can I come play with you? You yeah. look like a fun guy to play with. Can I play with you?" Mm-hmm. And I want to play with everybody. It's just you know I kind of established my crew of guys that I yeah. play with, and my crew they're just kind of. Uh, they don't like introducing new people to it. No new friends. Yeah. yeah. You know, we have our own set of jokes and everything. Some people might get offended. We bring somebody new. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's like watching their tongue at what to say. Mm-hmm. Well, I, well, thanks for bringing me out. I had a, had a blast with you guys. Oh, that's good. Yeah, y'all, y'all seem like a good group of guys. So let's, let's get into this. I have this segment on here I call Hit or Shit. Okay. So basically, I just kind of ask you, I'll throw something at you. You mm-hmm. tell me if it's Hit or Shit. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So first thing, this one's a kind of a loaded question, but Hit or Shit going swimming to get your disc oh a hit is that a hit heck yeah man <laughs> you lose your disc you know sometimes you don't want to get wet mm-hmm. but sometimes you got that disc you're going in there regardless of the circumstances that's a hit for you yeah i've done it before i've done it more than once oh i've seen you in there, in there <laughs> I've fucking done it more than once. neck deep in the water i've been kind of worried though because i've been hearing about this brain eating amoeba really and like in stagnant water and sometimes i'm in there water i'm just like man i'm gonna lose my leg or something because of this 20 dollars disc. because of a 20 disc. yeah <laughs> yeah all right, so hit on that. Next, uh, how about Mr. Beast? Hit or shit? Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know anything about Mr. Beast. You never seen any of his videos? Uh, I've seen them here and there, but yeah. they don't interest me enough to really watch it, so I'm gonna say uh, shit. Shit, okay, yeah. fair enough. How about uh, this? Is another loaded question Tenacious D. Oh, Tenacious D, man. Tenacious D. I, I grew up with Tenacious yeah. D. I listened to all their music, and I went to go see them the other day. Yeah. I saw that. And they're old now. But, man, I still, you know, Jack Black still rocks. Kyle Gass, 
you know, he's pretty old. You could tell. He doesn't care, but he still rocks, too. Hell, yeah. You know? I'd love to go see them, dude. And, yeah. and Jack Black's such a character, and anything he does, I'll be interested in, honestly. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'll look up to Jack Black. Yeah. You know, I remember him from his one of his first movies. And you don't even know. People don't know. Remember Mars Attacks? No. Mars Attacks. The, the, oh, is that the? Uh, yeah, I do remember that one. Yeah. yeah. He was in that, and he was a soldier, and he got vaporized. Like That was, like, one of his first roles. I'm like, that's Jack Black. I didn't even know, know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. No, dude, what made me love him was a School of Rock. School of Rock. Oh, yeah. School of Rock, yeah. And that one, I grew up watching that show. Me too. That movie. The movie. I, I love that movie as well. Hell yeah. So big hit on Tenacious D. Yeah. How about Pumpkin Spice Lattes? Pumpkin Spice, man. It's that time I, of the year again. I like one, but then after like the one, I don't like it much anymore. Yeah, and you get but them hot or cold? I, I get them both. You both? Know? Okay, you know what? I, I have to get low-key hit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I actually bought, I bought like... Some pumpkin spice stuff like a couple of days ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So hit on the pumpkin spice. Yeah. All right. How about since Halloween's coming up, costume parties? Costume. I mean, I like costume parties. Yeah, I figured you, know, you would. You know, it's always fun. Yeah. I, uh, people remember me back in the day. I went to this costume party, and to this day, they used to go, hey, weren't you the bunny? There was one year I dressed up as a bunny and, like. Like an Easter bunny? Yeah. No, like, you know, like just a big bunny costume. Okay. Okay. And, like, kind of freaky looking bunny, mm-hmm. but. And. I was just at this party and I was just trashed and like having, and everybody just remembers me as the buddy because, oh, and Ozzy was there also, you mm-hmm. know, the, the, the guitarist for Wolvera. Yeah. He was there and they, I think they had a show that they were playing there with, with one of his older bands and I was just there fucking shit up. You know, am I allowed to cuss on here? Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was just fucking shit up as the buddy and people remember me as that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. All right, so how about, um, so I know you like to wear the flashy color shirts and everything, but hitter shits on a solid color t-shirt, no graphics. The, uh, I hit, you know, yeah. but the only colors I ever wear is black. Yeah, yeah no kind of the color. same. Yeah. I feel you on that. All right, hitter shit, uh, Metallica's new album. The, uh, the newest one, the 72 Seasons. You know, it's, uh, it's kind of weird. I, I'll give it a hit because it's Metallica. Yeah. You know, I haven't given it enough of a listen, uh, you know, as I should, you know, the, because, I don't know, so I went to go see Metallica off of their, um, what's that one song called, uh, that album they came, uh, Death, Mag- Mag- Death Magnetic. Yeah, yeah. I went to their concert when they were in AT&T. I was there, I was at that one. Were you? Yeah. I was at the very front, and yeah, I messed up my hearing. No because, way. Yeah, because it was so loud, it actually hurt my ears. So wow. I put my fingers in my ear, and uh, ever since that day, I haven't listened to metal as much as I used to, because I have a ringing in my ear. Permanently. No you got yeah. like t- tonight Yeah. Yeah. It never went away. No shit. From that Metallica concert? From that Metallica concert. It's, it's pretty metal. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and you know, I love that album, the newest album. I listened to it here uh, a couple times, <clears throat> but I ha- I need to listen to it more. I'm but, the same, dude. Yeah. I haven't listened to it much of it. Since it's Metallica, though, always a hit. Yeah, definitely. I feel the same way. It'll always be a hit for Metallica. Mm-hmm. Right on. So that's it for hitter shit. Um, so. Let's get let's get back on the, the on Wolvera a little bit because okay. you're yeah. you're familiar with them. I've had them on the show. Got their poster right here. Um, how was their show last night? Because that was, to my understanding, their first like live show that mm-hmm. they've done. It was good. The uh, you know the I I could tell that when they were setting up and doing the sound check, they were really putting a lot of attention into the uh, technicality of making all the sounds sound oh, okay. good. Yeah. You know, it was an outside venue, so I wasn't expecting it to sound great and also metal. So uh, I was expecting it to sound muffled, but when they started playing, I could actually hear the vocals, and I was impressed. It wasn't all muddy on top of each other mm-hmm. and everything. It sounded pretty good. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be as clear as their their album, sure. but it certainly was 
pretty good. I was impressed by the music that they were playing. That's awesome. I'm glad to see those guys out there doing some shows now. Yeah, like, you know, whatever you have to do, whatever you have, like, a band like that, you got to go out there and start. Mm-hmm. And it, it's hard to get metal music to sound good live. Yeah. It's hard. It's not easy because it, it, some of that shit is so, like, filtered down and, like, just compressed into it, like, like digitally to sound good you know mm-hmm. math mastered what i'm trying to say yeah like the two main things i never hear whenever i go see a metal band i never hear the bass yeah and i never hear the vocals True. like the vocals are always real muddy and the bass i just see the basses up there playing but mm-hmm. i can't hear anything yeah yeah you rarely hear a bass unless there's like a solo or something no yeah but jerry's the bassist and he's the mastermind behind Wolvera's sound and you well, he's front and bass. center too yeah you know so you see him mm-hmm. yeah i love those guys i'm glad they're doing some shows um, what, um, so we're talking about discs again, I want you to kind of explain to me, like, what's, what's all the ratings and everything to, to, to like someone who doesn't know and they picked up a disc and they saw all the like numbers on it. Mm-hmm. How, what does all that mean? All right. So, yeah. So getting to the disc off, I guess it could be kind of intimidating, especially mm-hmm. if you go into a shop again, there's actually shops out there with nothing but disc. I walked into a store, disc everywhere on the wall and all the discs have numbers or there's numbers underneath the disc yeah so what the hell does all that mean so it's the flight system so imagine this for in golf you know how you have a golf club the golf club a nine iron or right, right. you know a putter a wedge different things like that they all do something different when you hit the golf ball with disc golf all the disc they're going to have a different flight pattern so the numbers kind of tell you what that flight pattern is going to be so whenever you throw the disc and you throw it correctly it should follow what the flight pattern is and each number on there is going to determine whether how long it stays in the air, how easily it can cut through the wind, mm-hmm. how far it turns to the left or turns to the right. I think that's what tripped me out the most when I went out with you because when you're like, oh, no, if you throw it to the left, it's going to go to the right. If you throw it to the right, it's going to go to the left. And yeah. that, that it just tripped me out the whole time doing that. I know, and it's it's kind of weird because when when whenever I saw the numbers at first, I didn't get them. I yeah. just thought the bigger the number, the better it's going to fly. Sure, right. It's not the case at all. It's just once you learn your disc and once you actually understand what the numbers do, you know how to throw it, and you you know what it's going to do for you. Yeah, and you can select the right one for your whatever drive yeah, you got. Yeah, because it's not only is it your golf ball, it's also your club, you know. Mm-hmm. What's a – have you ever hit an ace before? I, I Man, I haven't. No, you never hit an ace? So my crew, we've been playing for two years now. I've gotten really close, but I've never hit an ace myself. But nobody in my crew's ever hit, a, hit an ace except – a couple of days ago, my brother, he has his own Instagram. But he doesn't mm-hmm. have as many followers or anything because he doesn't pay t- as much attention to it. Yeah. But he hit an ace, and I was there and witnessed it. You know, I was happy for I was kind of jealous. Yeah, low-key jealous. <laughs> it was funny because uh, when he hit his ace, I threw my disc right after, and he said I was maybe a foot away from hitting an ace also. Oh, man. He was actually, he was actually glad I didn't hit the ace because he said that it would have watered his ace down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you would, if yeah, if you would have doubled him up like that, he'd, he'd kind of backdoored him a little yep. bit. What's your? You spoke on it a minute ago. What's some of your like favorite disc shops around? The uh, so my go-to disc shop is uh, it's called Ideal Disc. Okay. It's in uh, it's in Wataga. Uh, I don't know if you know where that's at. Mm. Wataga. It's over there by. Uh, it's off of eight twenty and uh, Beach Street. Okay. The uh, well, not Beach Street. Eight twenty and it's off eight twenty somewhere. Sure. It's, it's in Wataga. It's the only disc golf shop out there. And uh, it's a small shop. It actually kind of reminds me like the decor, kind of like your room here. Okay. The uh, it reminds cool. me of the same thing, just a bunch of posters. They are always kind of playing metal and like just like old school music. Sounds like a skate shop. Actually, that's yeah. what, if you were to walk in there and they sold skateboards, you mm-hmm. wouldn't instead of disc, they wouldn't have to change any of the decor. Right. That's exactly what it's like. Uh, I know the owners; they're all super cool, and 
I'm always just there talking to them. And sometimes if there's nobody in the shop, you'll just sit there and talk to them. They'll give you tips. They'll show you around the different discs. But that's my go-to shop. And uh, there's a bunch of other shops. There's a ton in Arlington. Uh, oh, I go to Tree Love. Tree Love's not too far from here. It's, uh, it's over there by the park BB Owen. Tree Love's mm-hmm. a cool shop. They, uh, they have a bunch of disc golf stuff and pickleball stuff. You ever play pickleball? I haven't played pickleball. I've never done wa- that. I've been wanting to play pickleball. It, it seems like a like a old kind of sport, but I'd, I'd, I'd at least try it, I guess. Yeah, it's a new sport. You yeah. know, it's a, I know what you mean, like it all, but I, I've been seeing a lot of people play it. A lot of least, people do. Yeah. So it's like, I hear it's like not tennis, but it's not ping pong. It's like in between. Yeah, it's, I'm kind of bitter about it because like in, in Rockwall, right there by Harry Myers, mm-hmm. in a, there used to be a skate park right there, right? Okay. Harry Myers Skate Park. And now it's a pickleball course. I'm kind of bitter about it, but whatever. I can, I can see that. Whatever. That's what happens. So it's just, you know, uh, is there a big skate skating scene in Dallas? Oh, yeah, huge, dude. Yeah, okay. massive. So what happened to the – why did they get rid of the skate park, the skate park for pickleball? It's in Rockwall, so Rockwall's kind of uppity. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So they don't really want a skate park. Okay. Gotcha. You know? Gotcha. Yeah. And, like, we, we, we kind of trashed the place. You know, we didn't really take care of it. We'd fucking throw shoes <laughs> shoes up on the, the the power lines and shit. So you got it right. <laughs> it is a little ghetto, but so I figure if if they think if uh, they get rid of the skate park, they get rid of all the riffraff. So you know, but you got to do right. You got to yeah. throw shoes. Keep throwing shoes in the pickleball courts. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Just lace them up. Um, speaking of Rockwall, explain to me why what's up with the Mandalorian out there on the field. Oh, okay, that's it's the easy one. So whenever you're playing disc golf. Uh, Sometimes there's uh, they'll put up what's called a mandatory. Mm-hmm. They'll call it Mando for short. So mandatory, essentially, it's a, it's a line that you can't pass whenever you're throwing. So it makes the shot more challenging. Okay. Yeah, so, like, let's say you're trying to go around a corner. Instead of you just going straight at the basket, yeah. you know, they put a, a mandatory there, and you got to make sure you throw to the left of it or vice versa to the right of it if that's what the, uh, the hole calls for. So Mando, they call them Mandos. They put them up. And uh, that park, they have them all over the place. And yeah. Kind of adds to the uh, to the appeal of the disc golf course. I always see them out there, and I was like, "What the hell is that all about?" They're called Mandos. Yeah. I actually got a photo of one on my Instagram. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a question I kind of ask everybody on here. It's a it's a little off topic and completely just random, really. Gotcha. But uh, it's a good question. I get some. I don't know, weird feedback sometimes, but some people take it personal. Some people give me a basic flatline answer. I don't care what you say, but okay. it's all good. But how do you experience time? Time? Yeah. The. Uh, I know I, I led that. I, I built that up a lot, but. No, it's cool. The, uh, the time, it's, it's such a big thing. I don't try to think about it too much because if you think about it too long, you know, it, it, it makes <clears> you go crazy because it's just like, I always think about like speed of light, like how long it would take to get from one universe to the other. And mm-hmm. they always say that if you're going the speed of light, it's still going to take so long to get to like a, another universe. Sure. And I just think that's that's wild and just like as fast and as quick as the speed of light is, you know, time is forever. So I guess it doesn't even make any sense now that I think about it. I just it's just an endless thing. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. Like just so much stuff. <laughs> It, it'll kind of make you go crazy. Mm-hmm. And I, I try not to think of it too much because I know we all have a certain amount of time before we die. So I don't like to think about of it being an end time because once we're gone, life goes on and you're just a blip. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, I can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Like right. Like you know, we have what you know, <coughs> 70, 80 years if we're lucky. Mm-hmm. You know, ninety years. But uh, after that, you know, ninety years is nothing compared to how long the planet's been here. Right. You know how big the universe is and everything like that. It's wild. No, it'll really fuck your head up. You sit there and start to think about stuff like that, and, and uh, just time in general, passing of time, and it'll really spin your head. What about you? What were you like? How do you perceive time? Because that's how I think of it. But I, I didn't even think about like other people might think of like past, future. Yeah. So you, everyone's got a different way of perceiving it, right? And uh, so I, I don't know. Time kind of at times it's fast, at times it's slow. So I'm kind of like you though. I don't I don't try to focus on it too much. I just kind of try to be in the moment as much as possible yeah. and not well too much on the past or the future and mm-hmm. i say i try and do that but of course you know we we fucking go back and forth with it all the time but yeah you know we all have our past and i try not to think about it because it's stayed in the past you yeah. know so just think about the now you know just worry about one of my favorite sayings is every time i'm doing something and i think about man what's going to happen to be in the future and i'm just like ah oh, fuck it i'll let future mario worry about that yeah you know and i'll just do whatever happens happens that's cool i, I just I relate to that. Um, I heard someone say, if it's, if it's such a big problem and you can't do anything about it, why worry about it? And if it's such a small problem, why are you worried about it? Right. So it's, what the fuck are you worried about? Well, that's the thing. So worrying, like, there's no point in worrying because if you worry, no matter how much you worry, how little or how much, it's never going to fix it. Yeah. So there's no point in doing it. No point in worrying. It's going to stress you out. Yep. I feel that. What's a... If you had, like, a signature sauce... Or like a signature flavor, what would it be? Man, marinara sauce. Marinara sauce. Yeah, man, I love marinara <laughs> sauce. You know, I, you know, you just get a, like a good tomato sauce. Yeah. Anytime I go to an Italian restaurant, I rate an Italian restaurant by their marinara sauce. Okay. So the sauce that they put on their spaghetti or their parmesan, sure. Anything like that, the uh, I rate it. So as soon as I taste it, I can tell you whether or not that restaurant's gonna suck dick, or is it gonna be delicious. Yeah. And. That's just my go-to because think about it. Marinara sauce goes great with everything. You dip mozzarella sticks into it. You dip, you know. It's kind of like ranch. Yeah, kind of like uh, ranch. Yeah. Like you, you got it, and you're like, man, I, I want some of that. You know. I feel you. So, what's a good Italian spot for you? The uh, so there's this actually place by my house. It's called Oliva, mm-hmm. and uh, they have a really good sauce there. And yeah. I, I really like going to that place. And it's just a small hole in the wall. Uh, it's over there in Fort Worth, and uh, place is delicious. You stay on Fort Worth? Yeah. Oh, dude, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Well, Fort Worth, it's, yeah, we're technically Fort Worth. It's right on the edge of Keller, but it's Fort Worth. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, is there anything that you want to kind of sh- shout out or promote or anything on here? Or oh, man, like, your so, Instagram? So my whole thing, so you can always visit my Instagram. It's at uh, disc, D-I-S-C, disc Texas. You can have, you can have people make fun of it, call me Dick Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I never made that correlation. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> but uh, no, the whole point of me playing disc golf and the Instagram, I don't care about getting famous. Yeah. I don't care about making money, anything like that. I just like it when people play disc golf. You know, when people are out there playing, it brings joy to me. And I always like introducing other people to the sport. And I've never actually, like, my friendship has gotten so much closer with my friends uh, because of this sport. And I think you know other people should try it out because it's just it's just a joy to have it gives you something to do you come together yeah like you know you're doing it all together yeah and it's kind of weird because i was thinking about it so growing up there's a lot of things that i've done and you know i started like all these hobbies always quit them i used to play metal 
you know, I used to be in a band myself. Mm-hmm. I used to play guitar, but I just kind of stopped playing. Okay. And um, I never practiced. That's what kind of happened. Uh, you know, I liked to skateboard a little bit. I wasn't very good. Kind of stopped. You know, and but for some reason, I started playing disc golf, and this is like the one thing that I've been sticking to for a while. And I got my fam- my brothers into it, and my friends, and all of us are sticking to it. And yeah. it's just kind of weird because we're all kind of the same way. None, none of us have ever stuck to anything really. And we're going on two years now, and I genuinely like playing, practicing to get better. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. You got to have a hobby, man. You got to have something to do outside of just work and family and home. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and it's you know it's it's just something I like to do. Do you still keep up with skateboarding at all? No, not as much. No. I, I got no balance, so I, yeah. I fall off the skateboard one too many times, and I just kind of stopped. Yeah. My son though, he uh, he wants to skateboard. How old is your son? He's three. Oh, yeah? He's been asking for one, and I'm just like, man, I can't teach you how to skateboard. Start him young, dude. Yeah. Start him young. That's what I say. Yeah. The younger, the better. Because at, <clears throat> at that age, they're fearless. Yeah, They'll just do anything, you know? Yeah. But I'm always just worried. Like, I need, I need to get him one, but I'm always worried he's going to fall and break his teeth. Yeah. 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 There's always that risk of some, some injury, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I want to do something for him that I could teach him how to do. Because if he's like, how do I skateboard? I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to break my teeth. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of I'm no skinny guy. You know, if I if I fell when I was like you know younger, I wouldn't care. If I fall now, it's gonna hurt. Yeah, you still keeping up with like metal bands and stuff, or like what, what's uh, some metal bands you've been listening to? Man, the, I I just kind of listen to all the old stuff. Well, when I say old stuff, my one of my favorite bands is Trivium. Okay. And I still like listening to them, and the um, uh, I like listening to their uh, like one of their last albums. I think it's called When the uh, I think it's called Where the Dead Man Comes. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not too... I don't know Trivium that well. No, I like Trivium because they always remind me of Metallica. Yeah. And I, I liked what they were what they were doing with their music. And they're also one of the uh, concerts I went to a lot in the past. I always like to tell my friends I'm stuck in like 2005, 2007 in my music era, you know, in my head. <laughs> yeah, and I just... It's kind of weird. As I got older, I, I, I don't listen to metal, like newer metal as yeah. much. I still kind of listen to all the old stuff. Kind of the same. Every now and then, something will catch my ear, and I'll be like, oh, that's cool. I like that. But for the most part, all the newer stuff is just, I don't. I don't feel like there's a, there's as much stuff like that's readily available to us. Like, there's, a ton, okay, there's yeah. so much out there. So one thing I was always talking about music with people is that, you know, back in the day, you know, you had like ACDC. You have all these old bands, right? They played, nobody else was like them, they became famous, big rock stars, right? Yeah. Well, what happened is, as time went on, <clears throat> they started coming out with so much more music. It's so much more readily available. As much of a blessing as Spotify and Apple Music is, it's also kind of like a curse. Because, you know, you went from having like 20 yeah. good metal bands on there to like, you know, like 1,000, 2,000 Dude, I f- metal bands. I feel you, because I used to come, one of my favorite things, I used to come home and just like download new music, right? And then now it's just like, I can't even get to all this. Like, I can't listen to all this shit. There's just, yeah. It's, it's an overload of just and overstimulation, you know? Yeah, what happens is that you can have, like, the greatest guitarist in the world, but mm-hmm. the thing is, it's just like, you're like, somebody's going to listen to it, and our attention spans, spans are so low. They're like, oh, this is a crazy solo. Oh, I'll go next song. Yeah, next. You know? What's and next? And you don't care. Yeah. You don't care, and it's, just, and it's just super hard for you to, like, stand out now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what you need to do. Like, I always see people, like, oh, get more technical, get more crazy, but that doesn't work. I don't know what it is, dude. Yeah. I feel like it's just so luck sometimes, yeah, you know, uh, draw the luck, I guess. But I was just talking to my wife about this. Is like I, I see these, like, videos of, like, artists and, like, 
I'll see their concert footage and they look like they're the biggest fucking artists in the world and I've never even heard of them. Yeah. But all these people love them and like, it's just, there's such an influx of just so many people and too much shit to listen to nowadays. Yeah, I feel like if you, you know, if you want to get big, not only do you have to be good at music, but you also have to, uh, you have to like have a presence out there. Like people need to know who you are, mm-hmm. what you like to do. And I feel like if you kind of have that connection to the crowd, people are going to be more inclined to want to listen to you. Absolutely. Like, like Jack Black. Yeah. Like, he's not the greatest musician in the world, but everybody likes him because he has cool movies mm-hmm. and he's like a funny, fat guy. He's a character. Yeah. yeah. And they're just like, oh. And then you go listen to Tasha Z. Mm-hmm. Because if it was somebody else and it wasn't Jack Black, let's be real. Are we going to listen to Tasha Z or not? Probably not. Exactly. Because yeah. they're kind of... They're kind of a goofy band. It's kind of kooky, but yeah, it's it's definitely because of Jack Black that we all listen. Exactly, you're totally right. And that's what I feel like people have to do. Like Mr. Beast, he's super famous. I'm mm-hmm. sure if he learned how to play the guitar, even if he wasn't the best, people are gonna want to listen to his music. Yeah, they're like, oh, that song is pretty good. It's not that bad. No, you're right. You're totally right. That's a good point. <laughs> if Mr. Beast started making music, he'd be a huge artist. <laughs> and, and, and then real metal artists would be pissed off because mm-hmm. they're just like, this guy learned how to play guitar yesterday. He's playing the power chords, and yeah. everybody loves him. Yeah, I saw uh, Dave Mustaine one time from, from Megadeth. He was like, man, just, no one knows how to play their guitar anymore. <laughs> it's all just fucking power chords, and, like, it, it, there's no, like, crazy solos anymore. It sounds like it's hailing out there. Shit. Crazy. Yeah. I, I didn't think it was going to rain today. No, I, I heard it was a storm coming, but I didn't think hell was coming. It's like 100 degrees outside. Damn, it's coming down out there. That's your car? I don't know. You want to wrap this up? Yeah, well, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> there's nothing I can do. I just hope it doesn't get messed up. Yeah, right. Let's see. Let's get to some shit here. What's your last thoughts before you go to sleep? What are my last thoughts before I go to sleep? Yeah. So I'm actually, I don't really have too much thoughts. I'm kind of like mindless. But yeah. I play a lot of chess. It's kind of weird. I like playing chess oh, as, no I, as I go go to sleep. Yeah, like yeah. on your phone. Yeah. I just yeah. Chess okay. On phone. So you just do that until you pass out. Yeah, I'll do that until I pass out. Man, and I. I also, yeah. I, I just kind of like close my eyes and pass out. Just depends on how sleepy I am. Yeah, right. If I'm like kind of if I'm trying to go to sleep, I'll just do that for a little bit, then I'll fall asleep. Yeah. The other day, well, so I went to uh, when I got sponsored by uh, Lone Star Disc. Mm-hmm. I went to their shop. You know, they gave me a few a few discs for free because I'm sponsored by them. But I did buy a couple, and no lie, first throw with one of the discs that I bought, it was like 25 bucks. Freaking lost it. Pissed me off. Did you ever find it? No, I didn't find it. Damn. They, I threw it, and it was like a tunnel shot, and there was like bushes on the right and to the left. But there was a big field once I got through the tunnel, and I kind of shanked it, and because I didn't know how it flowed. So when I threw it, it kind of went into the bushes. So I kind of had a general idea of where it mm-hmm. went. But then I went into the bushes. You know, I got poison ivy. There were spiders and bugs in there. I came out with three other discs, but I never found mine. Didn't get yours, though. It pissed me off. It's funny. <laughs> I read this thing because I was kind of doing a little bit of research for you guys here, too. On a, there's this, I was just reading some random disc off course, and they were talking about, like, um, when it snows real heavy up north and stuff and it starts to melt, it just looks like Skittles out on the fairway because all the, like, discs that were all lost in the snow. Jeez, oh, I never thought about that. Yeah. because yeah, I know uh, there's just one guy I became friends with on Instagram. He says that he plays a lot in the snow. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me, he goes, yeah, he goes, I, I never have to worry about, like, well, he, he tells me he has to worry about snow and he'll go out there and his cart has, like, skis on it. So he pulls them 
And I was telling him I never have to worry about that because we'll never have snow like that. Yeah. And uh, I just think that's wild. I don't think I could play in the snow. No. To be honest, it's, I don't like it when it's that cold. I don't either. Yeah. I don't do the cold weather. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be blazing hot, man. What's your, uh, you fuck with any cryptocurrency? You yeah, into that? Yeah, I did a little bit. Um, when Coinbase came out, mm-hmm. the uh, I, I got their app. They made it pretty easy. Yeah. You know, I, I made, had it too. I made like 100 bucks here. I think I made like 200 bucks off of... Uh, of uh, uh, Bitcoin, yeah, and then uh, and then after I got, I got out of it, but I I personally don't like crypto because uh, you know it's just internet money, mm-hmm. like there's nothing backing it. It's crazy because it's just like legit. The only thing that's backing it is people's hype. That's it. Yep, nothing that's else. It. Yep, and I just think it's wild. And at one point, people thought you know people wanted to use it for like money laundering and things like that, and then it got a little bit bigger, so it got a little bit more regulated. And then people are like, "Oh, it's going to be the new, like the new money. People are going to start spending on that." But nobody's fucking going to go and like, there's a coin, like a, a Coinbase like ATM. Nobody's going to go and pull out money from their Coinbase ATM. No. I think that's the dumbest shit. So unless you're like a big investor and you've got extensive amount of money in it, I don't see the need to like for an ATM like that. You know? Yeah, it's it's dumb. But you want to hear a funny story about one of my friends? Yeah. So uh, I used to work at UPS. It was like. 15 years ago and uh i had a buddy there and he he liked buying weed online and he was just like yeah man i buy weed online i'm like well how do you do that he goes, yeah. they, they mail it to me he goes i use this thing called called a bitcoin okay like, bitcoin had no idea what it was yeah and he was just like yeah man i just use that and i and they uh they sent me some weed in the mail and he used to do that all the time and and um he told me if i wanted some i was like no it's stupid and then no lie maybe maybe like six, seven years ago. I'm still friends with this guy. He just messages me. He goes, hey, man. He goes, you want to hear something crazy? I go, what? He goes, I still have Bitcoin. And Bitcoin blew up. Yeah. I'm just like, you do? He goes, yeah, I have three full Bitcoins. Dude, that's like $100,000. Yeah. And I was just like, and he's not one guy to lie. And he doesn't really brag either, but he just wanted to tell me. He goes, you remember when I used to buy weed and stuff? He goes, I still had some on my laptop. I'm like, are you joking? He goes, no, man. And I just, I just thought that was wild. All because he liked buying weed for like that's 20, crazy. 20, 30 bucks. Well, you've heard the story of the guy that bought two pizzas with like 15 Bitcoin or something. Yeah, right? I remember that. It was yeah. like, it was like 70 Bitcoin. Yeah, something wild. Like he'd yeah. be multimillionaire now, mm-hmm. just for some fucking dominoes. <laughs> My friend who was telling me he had those Bitcoins, he goes, you want to hear something else crazy? I'm like, what? He goes, I had like 20 Bitcoins or like 15 Bitcoins or something because I had it on a flash drive. I go, and? He goes, and I lost it. I have no idea where it's at. He goes, I tore up my car, my apartment, but he moved also. So mm-hmm. he was like looking through everything. He could never find it. But wow. he knew he had it. There's got to be, that, that has to be like a common occurrence. Yeah. You know, or like forgetting the password to your wallet, like Something the crypto like wallet, that. you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I made a little bit of money on crypto back in like 2019, 2020. And when, when Bitcoin was up in like the 60,000s, but... Yeah, I, I got out of it all because it's trading like is stressful, dude. You got to sit there and watch that shit all day long and really pay attention to it every day. And yeah, I'm, it's just not for me, man. I'm not that invested in it. Oh yeah, that's just whenever you're trading like that, you know, you got your money in there. Yeah, you're gonna be emotional about it. Yeah, I worked with a guy. Uh, shout out Tony. Uh, he used to he'd be sitting there like this all day long, just stressing, like because he had he had like thousands in there. He'd just be stressing all day long, dude. Not healthy. Do you think uh, 
Do you think your reality dictates your fate? My reality? Yeah. Like, we're, like say you're born in like a third world country. Are you? Is it your fate to stay there and like be there? Not necessarily. It's just, but you know, the way I see human life is it's kind of luck of the draw. You know, yeah. it's just like you're. Those are the cards that you're dealt. Everybody has their own power to do whatever they want with their life. It just really depends on how much determination you have. Now, you know, if you are born in a third world country, you know, could you get out of it? Could you, you know, make something of yourself? Probably could, but you are going to need some luck on your side as well mm. for all the things to go your way. You know, sometimes you hear those stories of how people do that. You know, they're like, oh, I came from nothing, and now look at me. I'm like a multimillionaire. Right. And then other people who try it, you know, we always hear those stories, but we never hear the stories about the people who, you know, you know, do everything they can, but they're still stuck in the same third world country doing the same stuff. They lost everything. I think a lot of that um, could be situation, mm-hmm. you know, maybe time and place of where you're at, you know, gentrification's a real thing, mm-hmm. you know. So if, if you're in that type of inner city place, I guess you're kind of bound to be stuck there unless you find a way out, yeah. you know. It really just depends, like I said, your determination. Yeah. If you have the determination and the drive, you can make things happen, but you are going to need a stroke of luck as well. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, what age do you feel like you are inside, like in your head? My head? Yeah. I mean, I still feel like I'm like, like a lot like 20. Yeah, you know, I feel like me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah, I had conversations like this with, uh, with older people, mm-hmm. and they always tell me, they're like, yeah. Like my dad, he was telling me, he goes, you know, I got out of high school. And that's what I felt like. He goes, I felt like I was out of high school and to now. He goes, but I look in the mirror and I'm 60. That's exactly how I feel. And he goes, but you don't, you don't feel it. You don't know it's coming. All you know is just like things hurt more. He goes, you don't really see it, but it's just how you feel. Yeah. You know, your age isn't going to determine how you are as a person or how you feel. You know, so I think that's just wild. Yeah, no, Absolutely. Um, it, it's it's a trip too because some people that you know they're like ages are just a number you know and you'll see you'll meet these people who are like eighty years old but act like they're fifty mm-hmm. you know that's what I'm trying to be like I guess yeah. but then you also uh, it just depends on if your mind you lose your like your mind starts to slip yeah I think you gotta continue to do something like creative or some something that pushes you in some way like once you stop and get stagnant i think that's when you just get old and wither away they're saying that actually if you play video games video games actually lowers your chances of like getting dementia or like really yeah by like 30 percent all right yeah but i was also thinking about our age like the millennials think about it like you got all these boomers and then you got like the people before them like in the old folks homes but once we're starting getting old and if we're putting it old folks home, everybody's going to be like on Xbox Live and shit. Hell yeah. You know, and everybody's be connected. We're going to have technology and yeah. stuff. So I feel like we're not going to, you know, slip. Our minds aren't going to slip as easily as... Can you imagine those those lobbies? Oh, man, they're going to be... They're going to be so fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> this old geriatric people. Yeah. You're like, you're going to be in your room. You're like, what the fuck, man? You're like, yeah. oh, you like that? Hell yeah. I tell that to my wife. I'm just like, man, I'm going to do that one day. They're going to have like, like... Stick me in a home. Give me those. Give me some pizza. Up hell here. yeah. yeah. Extra cushion on their headsets and shit. <laughs> like extra cushion fucking gaming chairs for old people. Yeah. That's what I I guarantee there's gonna be some shit like that like down in the future. Some old people homes have like game centers. But I don't have a that's why I'm not too worried about it because you look at old people homes now or old folks' homes and mm-hmm. they're just so depressing. You're like, Oh man, this is the worst. I'm just like but then when I get old I'm just like I'm sure everybody's gonna be well, we're all gonna be the same age and we're gonna all have the same mindset of like 
you know, we're going to have technology at our fingertips. Mm-hmm. More well, available. I mean, the generation that you're speaking about, like before us, they all came from like that, like work hard till you die type of shit. And, you know, and like, we're, we're just not about that. And like, we're, we're going to have fun and, yep. you know, make the most of the moment, I guess. Yeah. I worry about the future. Just, just do it. You know? Yeah. What are, um, <laughs> um, let's talk about like bands that get hate for no reason. Oh. <laughs> like Nickelback. Nickelback, man. Everybody hates Nickelback. Why? You know why? Because it was a meme. Like everybody just, just one day, that's how it started. I'm not saying it actually started like this, but I'm pretty sure that's how it started. There was some dude, and then you're listening to, uh, listening to music, and then you heard somebody else listening to Nickelback. You go, you know what? Man, I guess it's politically incorrect. I can't say that anymore. But they just make fun of you. like, oh, you listen to Nickelback? That sucks. Mm-hmm. They're just like, you know what doesn't? I'm like, yeah, man. You know what? You look like somebody who listens to Nickelback. And then that person went around going, you know what? Maybe Nickelback does suck. Then they went around and told somebody else. They're like, you know what? You, you just sound like you look like somebody who listens to Nickelback. And then it just started kind of spreading. And then Nickelback one day is looking at Twitter, and they're like, what the fuck is everybody making fun of Nickelback for? What do we do? Yeah. You know, because let's be real. Everybody likes at least one song by everybody, Nickelback. dude. You know, yeah. when it plays, you know, you know what? You know Everybody knows a Nickelback song. Yeah. I'll stop lying. You, you'll, you'll, you'll hum it. Yeah. You know, you'll sing it. And then somebody goes, oh, you listen to Nickelback? No. And you turn it off. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'm not listening to it. <laughs> I've got a few Nickelback songs on my phone. Absolutely. Creed. Creed's another I, I low-key like Creed. Everybody does, man. Mm-hmm, it, anyone that's saying they don't like Creed is lying. Yeah, because, you know, that's, that's just awesome. You know? I yeah. like this song. I've been meaning to make a video to uh, to uh, hire by Creed. Oh, that's it's perfect. Gonna be, it's going to be super cheesy. Yeah. I, I haven't made it yet, but I already have the, written, the idea written down. I just mm-hmm. need to do it. And just yeet one straight over. So. <laughs> no, I'm going to do this. I, I don't want to tell the yeah, idea. Yeah, no, don't tell me. Don't be, tell me. It's going to be hilarious, though. Yeah, yeah. What's another band that gets a lot of, a lot of shit for no reason? Hmm. The... Uh, you know, like Good Charlotte. I liked Good Charlotte. I, I did too, but yeah. I feel like, you know, at the at the the peak of like punk, mm-hmm. like it was like punk rock, but then all of a sudden, like like a punk rock, like you had like pop punk, and yeah. they were like the king of pop punk. Yeah. And then uh, like Blink One Eighty Two, they were like punk, and then all of a sudden, after uh, which album was it? It was uh, like Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Mm-hmm. That's when it started getting kind of poppy. Yeah, absolutely. And. Uh, and but they still somehow managed, in my opinion, somehow managed to stay like cool and relevant, and uh, they weren't as put in the same category as Good Charlotte because I felt like they were just slightly more poppy. Yeah. Of their lyrics. Well, I think Travis Barker just kind of being who he is and not not so like, cause like Good Charlotte were like dating the Kardashians at one yeah. point. You know what I'm saying? They, fuck now Travis <laughs> is doing that. <laughs> fuck. I was just like, oh man, damn. Okay, well, yeah. I just totally blew yeah, but, up what I was saying. But they're old now. He's old now. Yeah. You know, and it's the Kardashians. Like, you might, you know. Yeah. Damn, I, <laughs> I walked right into that one. Um, let's see. What's another little crazy question? Hmm. So, uh, a lot of things I, I like to bring up about disco. Yeah. The, uh, a lot of famous people are actually starting to get into it. You ever watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. The, uh, do you know... The, uh, he was the leader of the Wildlings. He had like the beard. Red hair? Yeah, the red hair guy. Yeah, yeah. The guy's a huge disc golfer. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's a huge disc golfer. And you go to his page, and his page used to be like all Game of Thrones stuff and everything, and now it's like all disc golf stuff. That's funny. And, you know, he's in Norway, and he's always promoting like these new discs that are coming out with his face on it. And I've been trying to buy them, but they always sell out like immediately. 
and uh, he's a huge disc golfer. I'd have never guessed that. Yeah, that's I know. Crazy. It's kind of funny, and he just has like this funny like Norwegian accent. It's not funny. I don't want to make fun of it, but I'm just saying <laughs> he has this accent to me. It's kind of funny. Yeah. And uh, it's just fun watching him play because, like, I feel like I could play around with him because he's a because uh, he's a character also. Mm-hmm. And uh, like a lot of famous baseball players and stuff. I'm not into baseball, but I know like. So they call him the goat, like the goat of uh, disc golf. His name is Paul McBeth. Okay. He's like friends with like a bunch of baseball players, and they like go out and play with him. And even though they're baseball players and pitchers, he can still throw farther and harder than they than they can throw. And yeah, I'd, I'd expect the pitchers to be pretty good. Yeah, but he's just because he's the goat. Yeah. Of disc golf. Who are other, who are some other great? Are there like I'm sure there's professionals, but like like who are like the top dogs out there right now? Of uh, disc golf. Yeah. Uh, so the top guys is gonna be well. The GOAT is Paul McBeth. Yeah. Everybody knows that guy. He's, like, won crap ton of championships, and he's he's super good. Uh, he's getting older now, though, and uh, he's not, like, in the spotlight as much as he used to be. But uh, him, and then there's this other guy called Ricky Waisaki. They were uh, they were always, like, rivals against each other. Ricky says that he's better, but Paul, like, just his, his resume is better. Mm-hmm. You can just tell. And then there's this other guy called Calvin Heimberg. They're, like... Three of the top players right there. There's like a lot of names. I'm sure nobody's going to know who they are. Yeah. I mean, unless you're a disc golfer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure somebody out there knows who you're talking about. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But the, uh, you know, people don't realize how big it is. Like, you know, they have the Masters in golf. Yeah. Well, they have a, the, the equivalent of the Masters is called the Worlds in disc golf. They actually just had that competition like maybe a month ago. Does that ever come around here? The They would one day, uh, but we need to have like a championship course in our courses. They could throw so far now, like the courses that we have just aren't good enough for them to play. Gotcha. Like it'd be too easy for them. Yeah, I gotcha. They're, they're too small. Yeah, too small or just like before when uh, when they started disc golf, you know, if you throw like 350, you know, you're pretty good, 350 feet, and then more people started playing, and then like the norm was like 450 feet, then more people start getting better and stuff, and then like the norm, like if you hit 500 feet, you know, you're elite. And now like you got these guys that are hitting like, you know, on a good day, like 650 feet. That's two well, football fields. Yeah. That's crazy. And uh, and that's what they're doing, and they just they have to keep, like, making the courses harder in order to make it more competitive. Yeah. What's one of the most challenging courses around here? Oh, man, Heritage Park. Where's yeah. that at? It's over there in Flower Mound. So Heritage Park's super technical course, real wooded. But if you think you're good at disc golf, you go there, you're going to be humbled real quick. Yeah, there's trees all day. Yeah, there's trees everywhere. All the shots are, like, in trees. There's there's not that many open shots. Maybe, like, two holes when it's kind of open, but mm-hmm. the majority of them thrown in trees. And, uh, you know, and it's all sorts of hazards out there. You get poison ivy out there. There's a big creek that runs in the middle of it. You can lose your disc. And the other day we were there, ran into a, uh, a copperhead nest. And one of the holes, there was like five copperheads, like all in the vicinity. And uh, I nearly got, I didn't get bit by one, but I got pretty close to one. And if I reached down, they could have got my ass. Yeah, know. man, right there. Wow. I didn't think about that. You got to watch out for snakes and shit, too. Yeah, you don't even think about it. Like, there, I, there's been so many times where I'm, like, searching for my disc and, like, brush and stuff. And, like, when I've been out there playing, I've run into, uh, I've run into snakes, so copperheads. I've seen water moccasins. I've seen uh, tarantulas. Uh, I ran into a snapping turtle once. Yeah. Yeah, and and I've jumped into some dirty water before. And one time I was like looking for my disc, and I know I felt something rub up against my leg. Uh, I don't know what it was. Yeah, you'll find all kinds of shit out in those parks. Mm -hmm. We had a guy sleeping in the middle of ours. Remember? Oh yeah. (laughs) 
That guy. There's just one course we like playing at, and it's uh, bums like sleeping there. Yeah. Also, and it's uh, and you'll like run into bums every once in a while, or like prostitutes and stuff, like yeah. hanging out like in like tents and everything. It's just kind of crazy. And we're just trying to play some disco. Yeah, I guess it's a nice little secluded place for them though. Yeah, I know. Like there's like certain spots that people like to go and do drugs. Grimy, yeah, real grimy. crazy it kind of makes me sad seeing what happened to bam yeah like, i loved him <laughs> growing up and then just like ever since ryan dunn died yeah he just lost his shit and like he is just off the deep end and all the other guys from jackass have been like talking to him and like trying to get him to like like fly straight yeah like so steve reached out to him i mean knoxville all of them and like he i mean he's fucked up on like what it is is it's uh, amphetamines and alcohol mm. so he's into like meth and speed and alcohol and you can just imagine what, where that puts your headspace at, right? So he's not in the right headspace. And so when people come to him and they're like, hey, dude, you need to get sober. And he's just like, no, fuck you. Party's still rolling, you know? Yeah. And uh, I, I looked up to that dude, too. You know, I watched him all the way from CKY to mm. Jackass to Viva La Bam, everything, dude. And uh, it's just, it's really sad, like you said, because now he's just not who he used to be at all. Know. You know who he's turning into? He looks like Phil. Yeah, you, you know, everyone always joked. They used to joke that he would be be that eventually. And yeah. now, and if you really know, like Bam, like his story, like he he like um, he was always trying not to be Phil because he knew that's what he was destined to be. So yeah. he'd always be the guy like out on tour doing push-ups yeah. on the tour bus and everything. Okay. Yeah, because he was trying not to get fat. But then after, like after you said, like Ryan Dunn died, he yeah. just let it all go and was like, "Fuck it, I don't give a shit anymore." And I know it's just. And it sucks. It makes me sad. Yeah. Like, because I see him going through that and I like, want somebody to help him out. And mm. I, I was like kind of watching his journey. And at one point I thought he was going to get better because I think he went to, uh, I think he went to Brazil or he went to some Latin country. Yeah, he's in Spain. Spain, okay. Yeah. And he was just like, I'm out here and I'm getting back into skateboarding. So what's crazy is that was like five years ago. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So now, now he's, he's, he's a came back, relapsed from that been extremely fucked up like fucked up his he got a divorce his wife left him lost his kids lost his opportunity in jackass for yeah all that shit and now he's like recently i'm talking like within the past month gotten sober and he's like one month sober now so like this this has been like years and years and years of shit and he's just now like getting back on the right track See, one thing I'm actually worried about, like, you know, it sucks what he's going through, but it is, like you said, somebody that you looked up to. I like watching him all the time, and I'm just like, man, one of these days I'm going to see the post where yep, he died. dude, I'm telling you, I, I, every time I see his face, like, pop up on, like, Instagram or something, I'm like, ah, uh, I thought, okay, I thought that was the one. <laughs> thought it was the one, but it's not. It's just, yeah. you know, yeah, he's just in a dark place. I think so. And um, I know it sounds stupid, but I think, like, COVID fucked a lot of people up. Like, at that time, not necessarily the, the disease, but, like, that time fucked a lot of people up. You either came out of that a better person or a worse person, yeah. I think. And it, it really fucked him up because he it, it isolated a lot of people, and he was already in, like, a dark place, mm-hmm. and then it isolated even more. So it just, like, festered into this, like, weird addiction to where he's, like, stuck in this, like, I can't stop drinking mode and can't stop fucking my life up. I know. It's kind of weird how COVID, COVID was like a, like a, it was a curse, but also a blessing to a lot of people. Yeah. Like you said, a lot of people who are out there who are like social butterflies and whatnot, 
you know, when COVID hit, they realized, they started to see, like, how alone they really were, yeah. like, going out and doing things like that. They just, they're isolated after that. And going back to disc golf, disc golf actually took off because of COVID. So COVID actually helped jumpstart it. Makes sense, because you're outside, it's all spaced out. Yeah, and yeah. I was, so that disc golf shop that I like going to, Ideal Disc, oh, that's somebody I want to give a shout out to. Go visit Ideal Disc, you know, the owner's Luke. Luke's a cool guy. There we go. But anyways, uh, I was talking to him, and I was just like, hey, when this shop open up? And he was telling me, he goes, yeah, my buddies and I, we started up this shop, trying to get disc golf off the floor, and uh, he goes, we're actually going to go out of business, you know. But then COVID hit, and he goes, and we blew up. He goes, we it, we couldn't be better in a better business at the time. He's like, so much so that we actually need a bigger place. because we no need more, Yeah, they need more storage and whatnot for their disc. And... Uh, you know, I just thought that was wild because people were wanted to hang out still, but they couldn't, like, be in a room or anything. So they started going outside and throwing Frisbees. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see how that could blow up around then. But it, it did. It seemed to just kind of – people either found a better version of themselves or the version of themselves got worse. Yeah. And uh, I, I know, like, even, even my own self, like, I wasn't doing any of this before 2020. No. I was just, like, going to work, going, you know. But then something just, like, lit me, and I was just like, yo, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to do what I want. And, like, it lit this fire in a lot of people. And a lot of people, like, podcasting blew up in 2020 because everyone was at home, needed something to watch, you know. It's, it, it it lit that fire in a lot of people, I think. One thing I do like about, like, you know, I started I started my podcast. Not my podcast. I started my Instagram with all the disc golf, and I started following nothing but disc golf people. And I realized that the community of disc golf people are all, like, really cool people. Like, everybody's, like, super nice and friendly. You know, there's a dick out here every once in a while. Yeah. But uh, that's, like, in everything. But, uh, like, I have, like, certain followers, and, like, they'll message me or message them back, like, with words of encouragement or, like, tips, things sure. like that. But one story I like is uh, there's this one guy I follow. His name is Bear Bite Disc. You go follow him, Bear Bite Disc. So he was this bigger guy, and, uh, and he started – putting up all these videos of him playing disc golf and I didn't think anything of it he just had a, a weird way of throwing and uh I kept following him but it's kind of funny because he was he was a bigger dude and he actually started losing a lot of weight and you know he's he looks a lot better than he did from the first video I saw of him yeah. now but one thing that I thought was kind of cool is he was making a video every single day he was trying to get the attention of this guy called this comedian called Bert Bert uh Bert Kreischer? Yeah. Yeah. So he was trying to get this guy's attention. Every day he did a video of uh, trying to get Bert's attention, and people started noticing. So a lot of the professionals started, like, giving this this dude shout-outs about his videos, and then they started making videos trying to get Bert's attention. And then just a few uh, weeks ago, Bert finally met this dude. And they, like, hugged, and they're going to have, like, a disc golf challenge. Oh, shit. Yeah, because Bert's a disc golfer also. Yeah. He loves playing disc golf, and I, and I like, wrote the guy. I'm like, you fucking did it, man. I'm like, I'm not going to lie. I didn't think you were going to do it. I thought you were just kind of wasting your time with these videos, but it kind of gives me encouragement yeah. that if you stay dedicated to it, you get somebody's you mm-hmm. know attention, like somebody famous like that guy. Absolutely. No, man, the power of the Internet's crazy because yeah. I've, I've spoke to people. I, sp- I talked to Ryan Sickler the other day, and uh, I don't know if you know who that is, but he's a comedian in, uh, in California. He's, he's fucking huge, and... I didn't wake up that day thinking I was going to talk to Ryan Sickler. Like, How'd you end up talking to him? Just online. Just DMs. Just, I, I reposted a, a clip of mine mm-hmm. talking about him, and then he reposted it on his, mm-hmm. and we just started talking back and forth, and I was just like, oh, shit. Like, it, it's crazy, the power of the internet, dude. Because yeah, you'll, 
you'll meet just people you never thought you would. Yeah, the uh, like I got a few. Uh, I got this one famous disc golfer, and uh, he started following me, and like he wrote back to me a couple of times, and I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, it, just for them to take the time. Yeah, you know, because it, it it takes like two minutes, you know, mm-hmm. to shoot them back, but it means a lot, you know, just to show that you actually paid attention, I guess, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, my videos like. Sometimes I get like one time I put up a video and I get started getting a ton of hits and I didn't think it was gonna get hits at all and I just thought it was wild, so I uh, I just thought it was cool. It's encouraging, so that's what makes me want to keep doing. Yeah, let's. Um, do you ever have? Let's get a little in the weeds here on Instagram, but like when you post things, do you have like a um, a formula of posting? Because like a lot of like content creators have like a formula of how they do like content and like they'll only post at a certain time they'll only do it during this or like oh yeah there's a lot of rules that i follow now i really feel like i'd be able to do a lot better but of course i'm a dad mm-hmm. and i'm a husband and i got to watch my kids and stuff but if i had more of the time i feel like i'd be able to get my instagram really big yeah, and I i'm not too. even joking about I do that too. the uh the so one thing i like to do is I always like posting early in the morning because early in the morning you know people like to get up take shit and they'll go into the restroom and open their phone, yep. the algorithm, bam, put Your you first up. thing. Yeah. I've noticed that, too. If you so post at least before 7 a.m., mm-hmm. you're going to get a lot more hits because you're right. People waking up, your first thing on the list. And whatever your thing is, whatever your hook is on Instagram, <clears throat> uh, use that. But try to make it a little bit different. So mm-hmm. one thing I do notice is a lot of people on Instagram, like disc golfers, they'll go on there and make a video of them throwing. Everybody throws. Yeah. You know, nobody, no big deal. Uh I like to make quality videos. Now I know I've been, you know, I've, I've just done a video of just me throwing, but sometimes I just don't have time to put, make a quality video, so I just make something quick. Mm-hmm. But uh, whenever I do make a quality video, I like to put some thought into it. Typically, I like to make things that are funny. Funny that's also relatable. So yeah. I try to play on, like, things that actually happen at disc golfers out on the course that people know about. Yeah. Just I love your things. videos about, like, losing a disc. Yeah, or, like, losing having, a disc yeah, or... Yeah. I also like to throw anime stuff into mine. Also. Yeah, I like that too. And whenever you throw that, people are relatable to it. And people tend to follow it a little bit more. You get mm-hmm. more likes on it. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you kind of struggle to bring those ideas into reality? The No, not at all. The uh, Every time I have an idea, I write it down. I have a big list of ideas and okay. things that I want to do. I, I try to play off of nostalgia. So I think of songs. Like I have a list of songs that I would want to pick for videos that I feel like people are going to like. Uh I used to be a big movie guy because I used to do film when I was younger. Nice. And uh, so I have a ton of knowledge about old classic films and like just cult classics yeah. and certain scenes. I want to replay those. Yeah. So I'll write I love it, dude. Yeah. Head. So that, but typically what I said is like I was telling you, be good, post early in the morning, uh, stay, keep up to date with your Instagram. So constantly make content and then just make sure you make stuff that's relatable and interesting if you just whatever your hook is if you're just following what everybody else is doing nobody's gonna really care as much you're not gonna get that many hits. right right oh and the last thing this kind of cheating whatever the popular song is at the time throw that popular song into mm-hmm. your video because you're gonna get more hits because the algorithm on instagram is gonna push yeah. your video up to the front more i've noticed that too if you, if you always go to those trending songs and pick one of those trending songs you'll you'll get some more hits on it yeah, that's that's kind of a the dirty way to get more followers the uh I hate doing that, but every once in a while, you know, you got to do it. Yeah, you need a little bump every now and then. Mm-hmm. You ever fuck with YouTube? Yeah, I used to do YouTube, uh, but I, I just, I haven't because, you know, I don't have time to do videos like that because YouTube, I used it mostly for when I did, I had a bigger camera, so mm-hmm. I used to do like videos, <clears throat> but uh, 
I just don't have time to say on YouTube anymore. Yeah, and your your content is kind of on the fly too, like on the field or on the course rather, and in the moment. So I don't think that would really jive with what you do. Yeah, before I had kids, I had time to do whatever I wanted. I really wish I got into disc golf and, you know, doing these kind of videos before I had kids because mm -hmm. I feel like I would have been able to make them a lot more intricate. Oh, dude, I feel you because like it it takes me hours to edit these. <laughs> it's yeah. it's it's a process. Oh, yeah, I know, I know what it's like. Yeah, and I do a lot of my editing in the restroom. Mm -hmm. My wife's like, are you almost done? Almost done. Almost what do you edit on? On just the, the Reels app or do you do it on like InShot or? I, I do I, I do a mix of like four different uh, like video clips. Oh, you're a real one. Yeah. I do too. I do I'll, too. I'll, I'll, like, I'll do everything. So I'll, I'll like, if I want like to use a certain song, mm -hmm. like I'll get the song, but one app, you could put the song on there. Right, right. And then I'll cut that. Then I'll put it somewhere else. Yep. I'll cut that, put it somewhere else. I'll do that. Yeah, so you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do the same thing, man, because like you said, some apps will only let you do certain things. So you got to transfer from this one, put it in this one, put it back in that one, bring it over here. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like the Instagram, you know, you got some, uh, There's, it's, it's good and quick and easy, but you're limited to what you can do. Yeah, like if you want some good captions, you got to take it out of Instagram. Yeah. And go to like a caption app and then yeah. bring it back in. And mm -hmm. yeah. And that's what I do as well. Yeah. And there's I, all kinds of little tricks like that. Yeah, the, uh, what about tell you what about you why don't you because i see you put up a lot of videos like mm -hmm. of, of your podcast and have you thought about making like anything more intricate as far as like what like video wise oh for sure yeah um i, I yeah i'm i actually was uh, in media classes all throughout high school so i i do any kind of video stuff i'm into it you know nice. i'm not really just limited to this so if anyone wants to do anything holler at me i guess but <laughs> you know this is just kind of like uh, the podcast just came about because I had all this equipment already just from like recording music and shit. Yeah. So all I had to get really was a camera. Okay. So it was just more of a... I imagine that you had, that you have the camera used to record like skateboard videos. That's what that is. Okay. Yeah. It has, it has one of those handles. No, no, <laughs> yeah. Exactly what that is. Yeah. Let me guess. Let me guess. Were you a fan? Tony Hawk's Pro Skater? Absolutely. Oh, li yeah. Live and die by it. The, the, the best, soundtrack? Best soundtrack ever. Yeah. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Man, I love that soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, any of the Tony Hawks. Like, he, he has, like, a special ability of picking songs and making soundtracks. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Like, I, I always look. It's funny because I'm always looking for the same soundtrack. And when I listen to it, for some reason, I'm just like, were these on there? I'm like, I remember these songs. And, uh, but I just, I just miss those good old days when I used to just play the, mm -hmm. you know, play Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 with the boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, I, I grew up on that shit. And, um, I don't know if you still play, but Skate 4 is supposed to be coming out mm, nah. sometime. I don't know. It's funny. I just play video games a lot. Yeah. But uh, when I got into disc golf, it was either play video games or play disc golf. Sure. So I, yeah. I go play disc golf. That's kind of how it is for me, too. I don't really play video games much. It's it's kind of do this, skateboarder. When my kids get a little bit bigger, I'll probably play video games a little bit more. Yeah. So right now, they just kind of mess with me when I try to play. Mm -hmm. My son's all about Fortnite right now. He's oh, super into Fortnite. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't want my kids to play Fortnite. Because I, I, I don't play Fortnite. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, dude, like how, how fast they do shit on there. Like, because, you know, on, on Fortnite, you can, like, build walls and shit. Yeah, I know. Like, I've played it before. Dude, I'll play with him, and, like, I don't, I can't even touch him on it. Because he's, like, building walls up and shit. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Building, like, the stairs and shit. Yeah, like I'm used to, like, I'm used to Halo. I'm going to throw a grenade at oh, you or something, you know, but, like, oh, I can't man. build a wall. Halo's my game also. Yeah. So, so one thing I want to do with my kid, because I'm, I'm a big advocate on video games. I feel yeah. like. You know, video games will teach you a lot of stuff, especially like problem-solving skills. Sure. What I want to do with my son is I want to start him off with like the classic games, and I'm going to let him know, hey, if you can beat this game, I'll give you another game, but like the next level. Like if he can beat the Legend of Zelda, 
I'll get you the next That's smart. I like that. And after that one, the next one. So that way he kind of learns the old games versus mm-hmm. the new ones. That's cool. Get him a little bit of a retro feel for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Learn where you came from, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's actually going to happen, but that's what I wanted. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. What was, like, uh, the first game you, like, fell in love with? Man, the first game I played in love. So on the PlayStation, well, I used to go to my next-door neighbor's house, and he had a Super Nintendo, and we used to play Super Mario Land. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, like, we played it so much. Like, we passed, got every secret, everything, and that was probably one of my first loves for video games. That one... And then uh, I had a Sega, and on the Sega I had this Ghostbusters game. The Ghostbusters game was shit. Oh, I never heard, never heard of that one. It's like, you know how they come out with like video games for like movies? Mm-hmm. They typically kind of suck. It's just kind of one of those. Yeah. But I was a kid, and I thought it was the best ever. And that game was badass. There used to be this computer game when I was little, and it was called Are You Afraid of the Dark? Mm. Remember the Nickelodeon show? Yeah, I remember that. I used to play that video. It was like a like a first person kind of like. I remember that, and it was just like really bad like. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. And uh, I I remember that game. Mm. It it was kind of like a question based game. Like you walk in, they ask you a question, what do you want to do, and yeah, it's. I I played that also. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that's where I kind of started playing video games, and from then on, I just started upgrading more and more. Mm -hmm. PlayStation. So I had Nintendo 64. Nintendo 64 days was like the best years of my life. Absolutely. Yeah. I think so. Like, it's kind of weird. I was playing a, I mean, everyone has a 9-11 story, right? Everyone's got one, right? Yeah. Mine is a, I was playing the final level of Super Mario 64. The one with Bowser. Okay. At yeah. the very end, they're on that little platform or whatever it mm-hmm. is. It's the last fucking level. My mom walks in. You know what happened today? Like she's just talking to me, like you know what happened today, and I was like, yeah, you know, some shit blew up or whatever. And she's and she's just telling me about nine eleven, but that, that's like my nine eleven memory. <laughs> I was sitting there playing Super Mario when she tells me about that. It's funny though. Well, when uh, when I had Xbox Live one of the first times yeah. at my parents' house, well, when I lived there when I was younger, uh, you know, I had upstairs. I uh, I I was in the upstairs part of my parents' house, so I was kind of like by myself, but I was up there playing and. Uh, you know what it was like back then in those chat rooms. And I was up there, I was just every single cuss word you could think of. Just like the absolute worst. Mm-hmm. Everything that you're not supposed to say. Just all the words. My mom went up there to like go get me for something. And then she like walks up to the door. She's like, F and N. Just like, I don't want to say. Just all this stuff yeah, that I was saying. Yeah. My mom was just like, oh. And she like opens the door. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, what are you saying? I'm like, this is live, mom. I can't pause it. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's just one of my earliest memories. Well, not earliest, just I. That's one of my favorite memories. Yeah. It's my mom catching me, like with the absolute. Because I don't cuss in front of my parents, but when she heard me say that, it's like it blew her mind that I. Yeah. Could, I could think of that shit. Fucked her up. Huh? Yeah. Man, Xbox now they just came out and said that they're gonna do like a three strike policy. Are they? Yeah. So you get three strikes, and if you like for vulgar content or like on live is what I'm talking about. Oh, like if, if you get reported three times on live, they they ban you or kick you or whatever. Like forever. Your account, yeah. Oh, man. Because I remember they were starting to do it with, like, the newer Halos. Mm-hmm. And when I was playing it, they gave you, like, I forgot what they called it, but they, like, locked you out of the game for a little while. Yeah. It pissed me off. No, and now it's for, like, your whole Microsoft, like, account, like, or whatever, or Xbox account, whatever. Oh, that's, what's ha- that's what's happening in society. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, if you get on those, like, you like, you just said it yourself. When you get on there, it's like, fucking crazy. Yeah, like, what do you expect? You know, it's the Wild West, and that's mm-hmm. how I like to keep it, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're making it in the Nintendo into Nintendo. Like, Nintendo's, like, all about the kids and stuff. You know, yeah. If you're going to do that, stick to Nintendo video games. Yeah. Play online with Eric, because that, that's, like, super clean. Mm. If you're on Xbox, you know what you're getting into. Yeah, but, like, Rocket League? 
Well, Rocket League's on everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess Rocket League, yeah. Like, my son plays Rocket League, and sometimes I'll hear what they're saying on his headset. I'm like, damn, dude, like, you're playing with grown-ass men. I'm not going to lie. So, you know how I told you I play chess? Yeah. There's just a little chat room where you can write. Mm-hmm. I, I talk mad shit. Talk mad shit. I talk yeah. mad shit to people in chess, like, to piss them off. Every once in a while, they get me. They talk, they talk shit to me. And I'm not gonna lie. Checkmate, yeah. bitch. It's like the stupidest, just the dumbest things. They're just like, hey, man, I see you're trying really hard. Like, this guy was talking trash to me, and I was trying hard. He's like, I see you're trying really hard. He goes, oh, that's not a very good move you're gonna make there. Mm. In my head, I'm just like, shut up, bitch. I'm gonna make this. Play. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna beat you. And he's like, oh, I can tell you're trying real hard. He goes, oh, you just lost your rook. I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah, he's trolling you. Yeah, and it's just pissing me off. And then my wife's like, are you okay? I'm like, what do you want? What do you want? I'm busy here, okay? <laughs> Get my ass beat. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I haven't been really addicted into a video game in a while, though, because, like, I tend to just get, like, in on when, when like, mm-hmm. when I'm in them, you know? But yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. I just, I guess, you know how it is. We get older. It's just, it feels like it's not the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also feel like I'm wasting my time sometimes. If I just sit there and play a video game too long, I'm like, ah, I should, I should be doing something else. You're worried about it, right? Yeah. You're, like, you're worried about other things that you feel like you need to be doing. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to just shut off sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you just got to shut off and just, you know, the way I see it, you're training your brain. Remember, 30% less likely to get dementia. Dementia, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's my excuse. Yeah, you're right, you're right. But uh, I can't think of anything else. Yeah, I mean, we can wrap it up, man. This was awesome. Um, I appreciate you coming through. Yeah, I'm glad that you have, like, similar likes as me because I was able to, like, talk about, like, Tony Hawk Pro Skate. Yeah, too. dude, I was actually kind of curious. I didn't know if I could, like, Bring up all that other shit. Yeah, you and can I, bring up all that shit. Cause yeah. I, you know, I did it too. You know, all yeah. that other stuff that I, like Jackass, I used to make. I think that's where my first videos came from. Like, uh, the first time I started loving video, like making videos, I had my parents' camcorder. And I watched Jackass on MTV. They're mm-hmm. like, don't try to recreate these stunts. We all did, right? We go in the backyard, I'm like, yeah. let's fucking create these stunts. Yeah. You know, and uh, it just used to do the stuff, the dumbest shit. I wish I could find those videotapes because they were like, they weren't even good stunts. Our friends, my friends and I, which is funny because it's the same crew I still play disc golf with to this day. The uh, we were all did those jackass things yeah. back in the day. No, I know I definitely did. Yeah. Like, what's up? This is Nick. This is the fucking whatever challenger. You know? <laughs> uh, what I what I used to say, I go, I go. This is Mario. Welcome to dumbass. Yeah. I used to say that. Uh-huh. I try to make it different, you know. And then, yeah, they definitely influenced a whole fucking generation of kids. Yeah, and I. Uh, the, uh, I was trying to watch the. Have you seen the newest Jackass movie? Yeah. Uh-huh. Was it good? I haven't watched it yet. The four, number four. Yeah, like That's the, great. Like, yeah, I, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm biased though. Okay. I'm gonna be a fan of no matter anything. Yeah, I'm gonna be a out. fan. Well, the other day, you know, I got kids now, and I was watching it. I don't don't watch it, it with your kids. Yeah, I know. You know, you know that. That's why I haven't watched it yet. Cause yeah. I put it on, I'm like, oh, it's like a city. And then I see like a big ball sack. Yeah, like, I was oh, about shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the first opening I scene. I was just like, and it's funny because it's like the scenes. Like I remember part one to now, it just slowly got gayer and gayer. Oh, so gay. Yeah, yeah, and I thought it was hilarious. I remember part three when they started doing the 3D shit, mm-hmm. and then it had like that fucking dildo. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. And then like it hit one of them in the face. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, but then I didn't expect the ball sack. In part <laughs> Dude, it's it's a uh, it's pretty graphic. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. one guy. I actually met Johnny Knoxville once. No shit. Yeah, he he was annoyed because he was trying to cross the street, and I'm just like, "Hey man, can I take a photo?" And he's like, ah, "Fine, all right, come on, come on." You just met him on the street. Yeah, it was in uh, I was at South by Southwest, and uh, I saw him cross the street, and he was trying to cross the street. It was around Jackass Two time, and uh, and I. Uh, I want to take a photo with him. And then I, I think I pissed him off because when I did that, 
And I said, Johnny Knoxville. Other people saw him, and yeah. like a line started next yeah. to him, and I see him like, all right, one more, and I, I didn't think anything of it, but I'm pretty sure he was annoyed. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's got to be rough, man. Just trying to cross the street, you know. But you know that's the price you pay. I, I was listening. I, I heard Jerry Seinfeld talk once, and he was just like, "People ask me if it sucks to be famous because you can't really do anything in public." He goes, "Yeah, you can't really do much stuff in public, but I fucking love being famous." He didn't say I fucking love. It. He goes, "I love being famous though because mm. I can do whatever I want." Mm. Yeah. Oh, it definitely comes with the price though. I, like I felt a little taste of it when people recognized me on the course. Like, hey, aren't you just Texas? Yeah. Somebody wanted to take a photo with me, and I nice. thought it was the weirdest thing. So. This guy, he's like, hey, you're just Texas. I finally ran into you on the course. And I'm like, what, me? I didn't think anything of it. And then he, oh, he's like, my kid's going to freak. I'm like, your kid? He goes, yeah, my kid loves watching all your videos. Yeah, I'm like, dude. he does? I'm telling you, you got a good channel. Yeah. And then he's like, can I take a photo with you? I'm like, you, you want to, what? I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, my kid's not going to believe this. I'm just like, why is he, what? Like, it was just kind of weird. Like, I'd, I'd be like, it's uh, anyone that plays disc golf, I'm, I'm guarantee they at least know about you if they don't follow you at the least you know because mm-hmm. you've got a engaging page like that and it's it, there's no one else doing it like you yeah, the uh i uh, i was in this tournament once right and when i was at the tournament everybody just kind of seemed like quiet and like shy and stuff i'm like hey guys place the fucking metal you down with that and they're like all right all right and i was just saying like the stupidest things while we were playing just try to get it lively yeah because you know when i play i want to make things happy if i'm like too serious um, I it's not as fun. No, I get that. I think that's a good note to end on too. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, thanks for coming, dude. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, all sorry. right, guys. No, 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 it's all good. Um, y'all be sure and follow this Texas. Uh, anything you want to throw out real quick? No, hey, yeah, follow this Texas. Follow my brother Destructo Disc. He doesn't put up cool videos like me, but <laughs> he's in most of my videos as well because he's typically one recording me. And uh, go check out Ideal Disc in Watauga, Texas. Uh, badass shout. Tell them just text us at you. There you go. All right, guys. Y'all be you. We're going to be us. Later. If you'd like to see raw, unedited live episodes, follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash what's up with that. To watch full episodes of what's up with that, subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash what's up with that.